Hi, and welcome to the Intutel podcast, where this episode will be discussing interactive storytelling. My name is Yusuf Theory, and I'm joined today by my fellow learning technologists, Tab Betts and Ellis Taylor. Hi. Hello. Brilliant. And what we're going to do on today's podcast is we're going to have a discussion around storytelling. And might as well jump right into it. So what is story? So I thought it'd be a good idea to start with a definition by a guy called Robert McKee. If anybody knows him, he's kind of like the Dayan of script writing, wrote a really good book called Story. And he describes storytelling as, well, story as the creative demonstration of truth, that a story is the living proof of an idea, the conversion of idea to action, and it has an event structure or its event structure is the means by which you first express it, then prove your idea. I like that definition because what it does is it allows us to be able to think about stories from a perspective of not just things that we tell in order to be able to pass the time, but it becomes a medium through which we're able to exchange ideas around what we consider to be a truth to each other in a way that's easily graspable and it, it converts ideas over to action. And obviously another way of thinking about story is, um, if you remember back to school days, we were always told a good story has a beginning, a middle and an end. But a beginning and a middle end to what extent to convey an idea. So opening that up to you guys, what, what do you think is story? What do you think, when you think about story, what would what, you guys think about? Yeah, I think that's uh, it's an interesting question. I, I think for me, um, I think for me, stories are very important ways of remembering information. So I think the human mind is geared very much to remember things in terms of stories. And that's why things like memory palaces that the ancient Greeks used and Sherlock Holmes used in the, in the famous stories um, are such a good way of remembering information. So I think stories inherently have a close link with education and with teaching and learning and actually a good lesson just like you've said there just like a story a good lesson also has a clear beginning middle and an end and a clear structure to it and it is a means by which we create connections and communication between people so um, I think yeah stories and learning have a very close connection what do you think Ellis? Sure, I, I completely agree. Um, actually, thinking back over my own education, one of the distinct memories I have from sort of early childhood is in fact um, sort of sitting around in a circle and trying to remember items. And when we tried to do it just as a list of items, it was significantly harder than when we created a story around that. So like Joe went to the store and he bought an apple and on his way home from the store, he petted a cat and we would then remember the, the items an apple a cat joe much easier than we would because there was that narrative that went around it um so i i yeah i think they're great yeah another thing i'd add to that actually is that i think to some extent our schema for understanding the world are also kinds Embry. of stories yeah what, what makes a good story effectively Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's something that's, that sometimes I struggle with, um, but I think coherency is really important when thinking about what makes a good story. Again, kind of harping back to that beginning, middle and an end. If that isn't a clear journey, it can become quite difficult to keep on track with that and understand what's going on. So having that clear route through your story is, is definitely really helpful. 
that's that's actually real powerful because one of the things that robert mckee actually argues as well is that it's not just about having almost like a clear journey to it but what makes a good story is also that there should be something at stake it's almost like there's a creative tension that we are bought into the idea of what comes next we want resolution we need to figure out how is this going to get resolved you need to almost get emotionally engaged with what the outcome is going to be because even if you take it to how you watch tv programs or anything like that it's it's the difference between a good show and a bad show a good show really draws your emotions into it not from a sense of oh you gotta feel happy or sad or anything like that but you start to get engage with the idea of figuring out what comes next if that makes sense yes yeah. like eliciting those questions in your mind isn't it like um making you wonder what is going to happen next or why the character did that in that way um or the what if of you know um you know how the world could be if 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 things were like they were in that story um i think all of those things kind of are part of a good story and also I think motivation is really important, right? So um, most stories are built around the idea that a character wants to achieve something and that there is some conflict or some kind of obstacle to them getting there. Um, and I guess that's where the emotional connection comes in because we all experience that every day in our day-to-day -day lives. Oh, very much so. It's like whenever you watch like The Karate Kid, for example, is always the film that I go to that you end up rooting for the main character because you don't like the way he was getting bullied, for example, and you want him to, to, to overcome whatever that obstacle is, is it, that is in front of him. And, and that's super powerful because from a teaching perspective as well, it becomes a way for us or teachers, I should say, to be able to use storytelling in their teaching through the process of figuring out what is it that they can put at stake that would allow them to get their students emotionally engaged with the outcome of whatever that specific lesson could be. So creating a juxtaposition almost, as Nancy Durant puts it, in, the, in terms of the what is and the what could be. So the what is is right now, for example, we could be in a state of ignorance about something that's going to be very important. And it could be a topic that might be coming up in the exam. That's always a good way of, of getting people to get emotionally involved in the what comes next. And the what could be will be the, the, the pleasure that will come from understanding or mastering this material that will allow them to be able to pass the exam but that idea of getting students or anybody who listens to a good story emotionally engaged with trying to figure out what it is why they should go on this journey what the obstacle that they need to come overcome is is is, is very very powerful and that leads us on to the next part which is how do you use storytelling in our teaching and Right now, the majority of the world has kind of gone back to online teaching, but even outside of it, I mean, there's two types of stories that, that teachers can tell. You've got synchronous stories where you're with the students in person. It's very much live and it could necessarily be linear. But another way of also being able to tell a story is the asynchronous element or the homework element where students won't necessarily listen to a linear story that emerges as the class is going on where they'll be listening to you as a teacher but rather they'll be able to decide what resources to engage with in order to go on a journey of their own to be able to pull out information um what about you guys how do you think storytelling can be used in teaching well yeah sort of as you said you've got you've got that linear option you've got non-linear options 
Um, I also think it's worth kind of thinking about the content side of it as well, um, that you could be telling stories within your teaching to um, help students learn about a topic, but it could also be to engage them, you know, if they're having trouble um, believing in themselves, for example, you could tell stories of previous students. It doesn't always necessarily need to be rooted in subject matter. It can be more pastoral as well. And I think it's important to mention that they're, they're just as important as the content side when you're thinking about story selling. How about yeah. yeah, I think there are so many ways that uh, storytelling can be used in education, but I think um, one of the, I think one of the ways to think about it is that it can be used on a micro level and on a macro level. So on a micro level, I think storytelling can be really good as a way to, for example, bring personal stories into the class. And that could be, for example, the teacher telling a story about a real experience they've had in relation to the content that they're teaching. Or it could be eliciting a story like that from one of the students sharing their experience of maybe, for example, what things are like in a different cultural context or what things are like, um, you know, within their own um, experience of, of working or, or um, you know, even just everyday life. And then the, the macro level could be things like even you could design a whole course with a story in mind. So you could actually... Mm -hmm create a story it could be whatever kind of story you're interested in it could be science fiction it could be superheroes it could be you know a romance story whatever and you could actually build the learning process the whole course around this story so that as we go through the story we we deal with the content um that we what we need to learn and the learning outcomes so it could be something like uh, if it was mathematics for example it could be that in this story there are kind of you know mathematical problems that need to be solved or it could be you know in economics it could be that part of the story is someone needs to manage their resources in order to achieve something um, mm -hmm. and I think doing that can make it so much more motivating for the students um, and for the teacher as well. No you're absolutely right Tab and what I really liked about what you were saying there is that it's almost putting the storyteller or the teacher into the position of being a guide where what they're doing is, is that they're guiding the listener or the student or whoever it is that will be engaging with the story that they're telling through a journey. And the idea of why we're going through this journey is in order to be able to grasp something valuable, which will be the learning objective or the knowledge or the idea that will be had by the end of this journey. And when you think of it like that in terms of planning it, it, it almost breaks it down into well, what are the stages of that journey going to be like? How can I get the students engaged? So this larger thing of how do I tell a story gets broken down into much smaller chunks and pieces that you kind of are able to play around with. So starting off with what is that idea, like you said, how am I going to get student engaged in terms of them wanting to, to know what the outcome will be? And what will the journey that they need to go on look like? um two models for structuring the journey if anybody's wondering uh, how they would structure a journey straight off the top two resources that you could check out that we would highly recommend are simon sinek and his golden circle of communication so thinking things through in terms of why is it important that they know this how should they do what they need to do and what will they be able to do with that knowledge once they gain it uh, he has really useful ted talk um so if you google simon sinek golden circle of communication 
you'll be able to find really good resources on that. And then you also have Joseph Campbell and his hero's journey, which is almost like a universal thing that anybody who tells stories in a semi-professional or professional manner will always kind of refer back to Joseph Campbell as one of the, um, I don't know how to say, it. it's almost like one of the, the, the foundational people when it comes to how to structure stories. So check out The Hero's Journey, Joseph Campbell. Um, that's another good way of being able to, to structure stories. Uh, so for the final kind of point, We'll, we'll cover today is what tools can we use or can you guys use as teachers in order to be able to support you in your storytelling because you've got to keep in mind that with so much of the digital uh, resources that we have available to us that a story isn't just around the campfire anymore where one person is basically waxing lyrical on what they are able to do you can now bring in other things or you can refer people to other resources that will help really bring the story alive and one example of that is is linking things like youtube videos into your story so rather than saying this person made this important speech at this particular date you can link in a youtube video of that person actually speaking and it almost becomes a way to bring it alive how about you guys what what tools are you guys aware of do you use in order to bring your stories to life yeah i think there's a, a number of really good ones um one thing that i like particularly is uh, creating a sort of choose your own adventure type storytelling experience for students by using non-linear resources and one of the best mm. ways to do that one of the simplest ways to do that is actually just to insert hyperlinks within a PowerPoint presentation or within um, a Google Slides presentation where you create hyperlinks to different slides within the presentation. And so they click that particular link and it takes them to a, a different section of the presentation. And the key to this is creating a sort of um, almost like a title page with those different links so that they can just navigate uh, between there. Um, and the other tool that I like to do, which is a little bit similar in terms of its effect, is a tool called Twine. And that's actually specifically made for creating um, these kind of choose your own adventure online experiences. And it makes it sort of as a website, as a sort of website experience rather than um, as a set of slides. But those are two really good tools, I think, for storytelling. Yeah, and I think you can you can use um, different tools. You could use something like Canva, for example, to create some imagery, um, just perhaps to have on a screen whilst you are explaining your story or going through your story. You know, to help with some of that visualization. Um, and you know, Canva will let you create things very easily, or maybe even audio. Um, various different websites just to kind of add some atmosphere. Um, there's different things you could consider from that point of view as well. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think bringing in imagery and, and and sound effects and things like that can be a really good way to create an atmosphere for for story. But don't forget that you can also um, get students to create their own stories as well, which can be a really good uh, method. So actually encouraging students to create their own stories around your subject content um, could be a good activity. No, that's absolutely right, Tab, because I think storytelling is, is one of those things that as human beings, we all naturally do. 
and we are all gifted with the ability to be able to convey our ideas, especially when we bring our own experiences into it. And it's a very powerful way in which to be able to, to share knowledge, but also be able to receive knowledge. So please don't be intimidated by the idea of I'm not a good communicator or I'm not somebody who's able to tell a story or anything like that. It's about principles, it's not about rules, it's not about anything specific, but it's just about kind of get cracking into it and, and figuring out what it is that you want to say and what you think is the most engaging way in which you'll be able to, to convey that information. Um, and with that having been said, uh, unfortunately, we've run out of time for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. We've been the uh, learning technologist team at Into Global. Uh, any questions, anything like that, or if you want to continue the conversation with us, please feel free to, to, to get in contact. We always love to hear a good story. And uh, if we enjoy it, you never know, we might share it on the next podcast. So thank you, guys.